G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Vision Christian Radio is all about connecting faith to life. From inspiring stories about the struggles we all face, to helping you understand the issues going on in the world, to clear and understandable Bible teaching, all peppered with great Christian music, the latest news, and even a few laughs along the way. You're about to experience just a small part of what we do. For the full experience, tune into a Vision Christian Radio FM or AM station near you. Listen online at visionradio.org.au or download our free app. Well, undoubtedly, you'll hear us through the year talking about the persecution of Christian believers. And each year, it's an important thing that is released, but Open Doors releases what they call the World Watch List. And it's a list of the top 50 countries where persecution of Christians is the most intense. Now, the latest World Watch list was released late last month. So let's get a bit of an update and have a look at where countries are sitting on the World Watch list. Tim from Open Doors is joining us. Hi, Tim. Welcome back to 2020. Hi, Neil. Thanks for having me on today. Tim, this is a significant list, and each year we talk about it. Uh, Each year we're always shocked when we talk about the number one position and then talking about the top 10. But there's 50 countries on the list. Before we get into where those countries are, how do you compile such a list like this and how significant is it for people like listeners to our conversation today to be aware of where countries sit on the list? So for a list like this, it's fairly complex to go through 50 countries and assess the situation of Christians in each of those countries. So Open Doors is a very uh, dedicated team who do this. This is their entire job to analyse the types of persecution. It's broken down into five sectors, um, and those sectors, are, this is where it starts to get complicated, so I won't get too far into it, but there's sectors such as violence or um, government intervention where they stop churches, that sort of thing, and each of those are given a score out of uh, 16. And then those scores are translated to each country, and we look at who has the highest score, and that's how we rank these countries on the list. But given that it is 50 countries, it takes a long time, and those scores are given by people who are usually living in-country, and then it's audited by an external firm to make sure that each country has been uh, ranked and those numbers are consistent, given that there are different people filling out that form. In terms of how important is this for Christians to be aware of in Australia, Christians to be using in Australia, I think it's extremely crucial. Uh, we've come to a point, and this World Watch List, I'm sure we'll touch on it, uh, demonstrates not for the first time, but more significantly this year than ever, that persecution is getting worse and not better. And so we've reached a point where persecution can no longer be a fringe issue for churches. It can't be a fringe issue for Christians in their prayer life in Australia, and it's something that we need to take very seriously in our prayer. This World Watch list, the reason that we publish it, is so that people can use it as a tool and a resource to know how to pray best and where to be praying for. Tim, there's 50 countries on the list. Is it a fair enough thing to say that there are more than 50 countries where persecution of Christians is happening, but 
this is a list of 50 and it comes out each year, that this is the top 50 on the list? Absolutely. So it's um, quite difficult to determine and nail down the top 50 because there are more countries. So Open Doors is operating in over 60 countries around the world and we actually have... Um, an internal list. I may publish this later in the year. We need to have a discussion at Open Doors about that, of the top 65 countries. And those top 65 countries are then whittled down to the top 50. What's quite interesting with those top 65, though, is that every single one of those countries in the top 65 would have made it into the world watch list three years ago based on their scores. Uh, It's just that the scores of these top 50 are worse than ever, and that's why the cutoff has been placed where they are. Interesting when you say that persecution is getting worse around the world for Christians, and there's more countries than the top 50. In fact, you're talking about a top 65. When we talk about the types of persecution that happens, obviously there's a spectrum, isn't there? There's the the dreadful persecution that happens with, you know, perhaps what some people would say as the ultimate of beheadings or bombings and those sorts of things. And then there's the lesser but still important forms of persecution. When you talk about the lesser uh, violent forms of persecution, what types of things do you take into consideration when you're putting your list together? So we take into consideration uh, if Christians are harassed within their community. So harassment may not be um, as violent as people taking Christians to a site and beating them and telling them to you know, give up their faith that way. But it, it could be a case of Christians being taken to a site and saying, you will not have a job if you continue to follow this way. Um, So it can be harassment in that form. It it can be harassment in the form of family members saying, you can be a Christian, but you're no longer part of this family, so we're kicking you out of the family. Um, Another very common one is where governments who are particularly concerned about Christians who get organised within their communities, they get nervous that that's a challenge to their power, which... We, of course, know that that's not true, but governments who do that get concerned about that will often send security agents, so we see that a lot in North Korea. We're starting to see that more and more in uh, Central Asia, so that's a lot of countries which we call the stands, like Uzbekistan and Kazakhstan. Um, But, again, in Eritrea, uh, which is a fairly unknown, quite small country, uh, we see a lot of government paranoia there as well. Well, Tim, when we talk about these nations and 50 on the list, 50 significant nations and some that we might even be surprised about being on the list, with all of the publicity that comes to the persecution of Christians, you might be led to believe that most of the nations on the list are going to be Islamic, but they're not all Islamic nations that are persecuting Christians. Uh, what sort of other nations and other religious foundations are, or political foundations are coming to actually be part of this persecution of Christian believers? Yeah, so number one, of course, being North Korea doesn't have a high element of Islamic extremism within it. Uh, it, it the pressure comes down from the government. The government's just watching the Christians in the country and it sees it as a threat, as I said before. It's just another organisation which it sort of floats a competing ideology with the government and the government's worried that Christians will get organised and try and take power for themselves. Uh, similar in Eritrea, again, not a great deal of Islamic extremism in that country, if any at all. 
the government is just concerned. Now, there are other countries entirely that have different religious bases, and in particular, I'd like to draw people's attention to India. Now, India doesn't come particularly high on the list. It is 17, so it's, it's difficult, but it's not the most difficult country. But there's a lot of extremism sort of being led by the Hindus in that country. So with a large uh, Hindu majority and with a government which leans very heavily towards Hindu rights and Hindu nationalism, there's not a great deal of protection for Christians. And it, Christianity in that context is seen as a foreign influence which is not part of the accepted culture. And so we're seeing a rise of persecution of Christians there as a result. And I notice others on the list like China coming in at 33. Uh, that's obviously a, a communist-based type of persecution that comes. There's other ones on there. Mexico. Can you describe a little bit what sort of the challenges are in Mexico? Of course. So Mexico, um, yeah, Mexico, as you just said, and as well Colombia, I think it's important that we sort of maybe lump these two together. So Mexico and Colombia, both Central America, um, countries that we may not hear much of in terms of Christian persecution, but the Christian persecution there is not driven by governments or Islamic extremism. It's more driven by organized uh, criminal groups or corruption. So in Mexico, uh, we see a lot of organized crime going on, a lot of people trying to traffic drugs into the United States through Mexico. And so these drug cartels, they see Christians as a bit of a, I guess, a stumbling block to that because the Christians say, hey, look, this is not an okay way of living. We don't agree with you. Even though we don't violently oppose you, we would try and seek to make sure that you don't recruit youth into your organizations. Now, the same thing happens in Colombia, and we see in Colombia that this manifests in a much more violent way. That said, it has been getting better there recently, so we're grateful for that, but we need to continue praying. Uh, we see a lot of children targeted by narcotic groups or narcotic gangs in Colombia where they try and recruit children. Sometimes they'll kidnap children and try and initiate them into these gangs. Uh, so the church is seen as a stumbling block to, I guess, their lifestyle and not approving of a drug culture. So these gangs oppose Christians violently in those areas. Well, Tim from Open Doors is our guest. We're talking about this year's 2016 World Watch List. It's the top 50 nations in the world where the persecution of Christians has become very intense. And so you've got a number one down to a number 50. And as Tim said, there's even others that just a few years ago would have made the top 50 list given the criteria that they've met. Tim, stay with us. We'll come back and continue our conversation in just a short while. Well, we're talking about persecution of Christian believers and just recently the latest World Watch List was released from Open Doors. Now, there's 50 nations on there, 50 of the worst persecutors of Christians in the world. Uh, Tim, when we talk about persecutors of Christians, uh, again this year, uh, the top one, number one uh, for persecuting Christians in the world is the nation of North Korea. Is there any light at the end of the tunnel? Is there anything to be optimistic about when it comes to this nation of North Korea? It is a dreadful persecutor of Christians. When you ask, is there you know, a light at the end of the tunnel in, in this case in North Korea? Um, 
I would say it's a very small dim glow, but that doesn't mean that it's not without light. So North Korea has been number one for 14 years now, which is absolutely devastating. It's um, a very difficult nation for Christians to exist in, Christians to practice their faith in is virtually impossible. Uh, so I guess the, the goal that we have in mind for North Korea as a ministry that deals with uh, persecution and assisting Christians is we want to see North Korea open up. Um, and whether how that happens, we, we want to see it happen peacefully no matter what. Um, but we want to see Christians be able to have a few more freedoms, be able to practice Christianity um, peacefully as it should manifest itself, and for Christians not to be opposed by government forces. I think when we look at North Korea and we pray and we pray year after year, we see it come out as number one, it, it can be easy to be discouraged. But I think it's important to remember here that at one point in time, the USSR was the Soviet Union, possibly for younger listeners, sorry. Uh, the Soviet Union was number one in the world. It was a great persecutor. That's how our ministry started. We smuggled Bibles into the Soviet Union. Um, and nobody even thought that, you know, it would collapse. And it did. So North Korea is not this great monster that will be around forever. It's not something that's undefeatable, and we have a far greater God that we believe in, and we can pray to him and ask for him to intercede. And that's part of the reason for this list, isn't it? So that Christian believers will pray that there will be a divine intervention, that there will be some change, because in a nation where you can be executed because you're a Christian believer or thrown into a labor camp and treated so harshly, uh, then some sort of light at the end of the tunnel uh, would need to come because Christian believers are on their knees praying for the opportunities for the gospel to come into a nation like North Korea and to bring about a transformation as it has done so many times throughout history. Tim, let's talk about this World Watch list. There's two nations that are in there for the first time. Which ones are they? So that's Niger, which uh, is located right next to Nigeria, and also Bahrain, which is in there for the first time. Okay. We won't go into a lot of detail about those nations today, but they may actually be something of a conversation for another day. Uh, There's another issue there. The closest nation to Australia that persecutes Christian believers, uh, which one are we talking about? So we're talking about Indonesia there, and uh, Indonesia comes in at number 43, which... It's quite a concern. In last year, in 2015, Indonesia ranked 47. So it's actually moved up the list, and we've seen a score increase in Indonesia of five points. That's due largely to some church attacks in November of last year, where about 10 churches were burnt down by Islamic extremists. They were closed uh, in Aceh province, which is the only province in Indonesia which is governed by Sharia law. But we're seeing Christians start to experience a lot more difficulty in Indonesia. And when you talk about movement on the list, uh, what is the biggest mover on the list? So the biggest mover this year is Eritrea. Eritrea, not many people would know, but Eritrea broke away from Ethiopia in a devastating civil war. Um, Lots and lots and lots of people died. Quite a small nation, but it's quite commonly known, and even the BBC refers to Eritrea this way, as the North Korea of Africa. A very small nation, 
very difficult to be a Christian. Um, we have previously had out a believer from Eritrea. Her name was Helen Bahani, and she was locked in a shipping container in Eritrea as they don't have proper prisons. It's quite a poor nation as well. And she told her story of being locked up for Christ, which is quite common to happen in Eritrea. Now, the top 50 is on the list. Let me just rattle through the top 10, uh, not to minimize any one of them, but we mentioned number one was North Korea. Number two is Iraq. Number three is Eritrea. Number four is Afghanistan. Number five is Syria. Six is Pakistan. Seven is Somalia. Eight is Sudan. Nine is Iran. And number 10 is Libya. Now, you guys have got some new resources that are going to be available to help people to pray through the issues that happen in nations around the world where Christians are persecuted. What's the latest edition, this World Watch List guidebook? So this year we've produced a guidebook, as you say, for the World Watch List, which has uh, a little snippet on each of these countries. So it has core facts that will help you pray. So, for instance... We're told to pray for our persecutors. We're told to pray for our enemies. So this guidebook will help you do that. For instance, when you look at the first page, it's North Korea. It has a rank there, North Korea, number one, and it'll have the leader of the country, Kim Jong-un, in this case. That can help you because you can say, God, we pray that you would open the eyes of Kim Jong-un and he would stop persecuting your people. So this guidebook is put together with uh, facts in it as well as a brief situation of what it's like to be a Christian in those countries to help you pray the whole way through the list as well. There are a few other little um, articles in there. There's a short article about how persecution has increased, as we've discussed. In that article, we basically summarize that all the way down to number nine, which is Iran, would have actually ranked number one outranking North Korea 10 years ago. Wow. Well, you can get a hold of that guidebook. You can buy it, just $7. You can get it from Open Doors. Simply Google Open Doors. You can go to opendoors.org.au to get a hold of that guidebook. You're also, uh, Tim, able to download a world map which shows uh, in a colourful way where all of these top 50 nations are that are persecuting believers. Absolutely. So we've made that for free this year, and anyone who wants a copy of that would like to put it up in their church, that is available for you for free. You can put it on your fridge, even if that's somewhere that will remind you to pray. Please download that so that you can use it and be praying with us. As well, another resource that we've made uh, for free is Country Packs, which are sort of more in-depth looks at certain countries. So we have a plan to release five Country Packs, So far, we've only released three. So we've released North Korea and Iraq, and there is more information on both those countries as well as Nigeria. It has a handout that you can give to people that basically summarizes persecution. It has three stories of persecution from believers in those countries so that you can get a better understanding of what it's like to be undergoing persecution there and, again, help you pray better. Well, there are free resources. I'll point you to the website. It's opendoors.org.au. And uh, Tim from Open Doors, always good getting your insights into this World Watch List. And no doubt through the year we'll be talking some more about issues of persecution and the challenges that Christian believers in so many nations are facing and, and getting real support and uh, not only uh, moral support, not only prayer support, but also uh, real 
practical support that's coming from Australian people who are supporting Open Doors as well. So the website is opendoors.org.au. Tim from Open Doors, thanks so much for being with us today on 2020. Thanks for having me, Neil. Before you go, thanks for listening. There's lots more great audio on demand, or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported. Your donation, large or small, will help us continue connecting faith to life for hundreds of thousands of people across Australia and around the world. Learn more or donate today at visionradio.org.au.